You're listening to The Journey Podcast. How is forgiveness related to mental health and what kind of impact can it have? Find out more about forgiving and forgiveness in today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end, this is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. It was a privilege to interview an amazing coach and pastor today who believes forgiveness is a huge part of our healing journey. Mental health might not be the first thing you think of when it comes to forgiveness. Often, we feel it is not possible to forgive someone, especially when it concerns trauma and abuse. And on the other hand, we may also feel that we are not worthy or deserving of forgiveness for what has happened. Forgiveness has a great impact on our mental and physical health, and incorporating forgiveness into our healing practice can make a profound difference in how we move forward. This does not mean just forgetting what happened, but it does mean giving ourselves permission to accept or give forgiveness and to begin our own healing journey by letting go. Forgiveness can be very empowering and can shift the power to heal back into our control. Melissa Epkin was called into ministry much to her surprise after becoming a biologist and serving for 10 years in the IL Army National Guard as a utility helicopter mechanic, the first woman to do so. She has served in Iliopolis and Niantic since 2001. Melissa is at home in the difficult spaces of people's lives, willing to listen and to walk with those who struggle and suffer. She's a trained coach and has consulted with churches in conflict. Her current pursuits include founding a virtual assistant training academy, forming a ministry co-op to better serve small churches, supporting nurses to thrive in stressful climates through building emotional intelligence, and guiding people who are ready to lean into and overcome difficult challenges and experiences in their lives. Melissa authored the book, Teach Us to Pray, an ancient model for a modern day, and has a podcast called Pursuing Uncomfortable. Let's meet Melissa Ebkin. Hi, Melissa. It's fantastic to have you on the podcast today. I'm very excited to explore the topic of forgiveness with you. It's such a powerful concept, and I look forward to your perspective on it. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Petra. I am so thrilled to be here. I could talk on this topic all day, every day. I'm sure you're going to cut me off before we go all day, but I'm so passionate about this and the power it has in people's lives. Yes. So let's get right into it. And do you want to share a little bit about yourself and how you got into this work? I would love to. I was a biologist, actually. I worked in a lab. I was a genetics person. And much to my surprise, I was called into ministry. And that's a whole other story for a whole other podcast. In the last 25 years, I have seen how people's 
lives change when they are able to be forgiving and be forgiven. I've seen up close and personally so many times the difference it makes. And when people can't, the difference that that makes in their lives as well. Mm -hmm. And from your perspective, why is forgiveness so important or so powerful? Well, there are a lot of studies out there that it has specific physical effects on our bodies. You know, from my perspective, body, mind, and spirit is all one thing. It's just different ways of experiencing the essence of who we are. We can look at our bodies, we can look at our spirits, we can look at our minds. It's all the one thing. We're embodied spirits. So it shouldn't be surprising then that mental components emotional, spiritual actions, all of those things have a place in the body. And there are a lot of studies done from the Mayo Clinic, from Johns Hopkins Research Hospital that specifically identify physical consequences to not forgiving. For instance, if anyone is a fan of high blood pressure or greater risk of heart disease or diabetes, anxiety, depression, all of those things, then by all means, hold on to all of the grudges because there's a (laughs) lot of physical evidence that says holding grudges and not forgiving will lead to bad physical outcomes. So we have that kind of evidence. And then the spiritual and emotional experience too. If you have ever had the experience of letting go of something that you've clung to for a long time, then you know the experience of lightness that comes with it. That experience of inner peace and calm when you're able to jettison some negative emotions or negative experiences from your lives. So we experience it in all aspects of our health, in our physical health, in our emotional health, in our spiritual health. So it has the power in all aspects of our being to help us to be healthier and happier. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And there's a lot that people talk about forgive and forget, and that forgiving someone actually means that you have to forget what happened and just get over it. So what would you say to someone who doesn't want to forgive or doesn't want to be in a relationship with the person that may have caused a transgression and that is to be forgiven? I'm really glad you asked that question. You're talking about two processes. Forgiveness and reconciliation are two separate entities. You can forgive someone and reconciliation, meaning rejoining that relationship or having a relationship with that person may or may not happen after forgiveness. Forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. It is something that happens within yourself. And reconciliation or continuing resuming that relationship with another person may happen if the risks are such that that you would want to try again, or it may not happen. But Mm -hmm. forgiveness is the essential act, and it's the first act. Reconciliation is a separate process altogether. That's really great that you're explaining the difference because I feel like a lot of people put those two together and they feel like if they do one, they have to do the other. So that's Mm -hmm. really good to know that you can work with them separately and you can start with wherever you would like to start at. Now, when you work with people on forgiveness, what does that process look like? Do you have a specific method that you follow or how do you start working with people on forgiveness? That's a great question. And I've put together a resource of eight steps for forgiveness. And the actual act of forgiving is the last one. And if you've done the other eight steps in prepping yourself, then that actual last step 
is generally the easiest one. And on the website, they can download that. And I know you have the links for that. But where I like to start is understanding what forgiveness is and what it is not. As just mentioned, it is not reconciliation. Reconciliation may or may not happen, but forgiveness in and of itself, if I can define forgiveness, I'd use I define forgiveness as the letting go of the emotions that were attached to a past event. And that happens within me. If there is an issue between you and I, Petra, then my forgiving of you happens within me. It may or may not involve you. But what happens if I have forgiven you is that the event that happened no longer has emotions attached to it. For instance, if I walk into a cafe looking forward to having a fantastic brunch or lunch, what have you, afternoon, and I see you sitting there, if I haven't forgiven you, I'm going to have a reaction in my gut, and it's going to affect how I feel at that moment. If I have forgiven you, I will see you there and can acknowledge you, and I may or may not interact with you, but I won't have those emotions come up for me if I have forgiven you. And I much prefer the second than the first. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned some of the physical benefits of forgiveness before and also some studies that were done on that. And now we're touching a little bit more on the mental and emotional benefits as well. So do you want to talk a little bit about what benefits outside of physical benefits there are when you're working with forgiveness or when you are forgiving someone? Yes, this can be a minor undertaking for some, and it can be a lifelong major undertaking for others. We all have different experiences in life and different levels of forgiveness that are calling to us in our lives. And in such cases, I would always advise to start small, start with something really insignificant. For me, as a teenager, I enjoyed watching the Chicago Cubs baseball team with my dad, and I was crushed in 1984 when the San Diego Padres beat them in the playoffs and kept them out of the World Series. So when I start talking about forgiveness and thinking about it, you know, I forgave the San Diego Padres for that huge slight in my team. Years. That's something easy and insignificant. But when I start there, then I can do other acts of forgiveness that involve similar things. And I start to build a bit of a snowball. I start to develop those muscles of forgiveness in my spirit and in my soul. And as I move toward things that have a little more significance or a little more relevance, then I have some momentum and I've experienced some successes. And the biggest success that is a feeling that I have experienced is lightness and peace. That moment when, and I recall when I forgave myself for a slight that I had been carrying with me for decades. You know, we all seem to have that one thing in our lives that we would never want another person to know about. Mm -hmm. I did the work of forgiving myself for that moment in my own life. And I sat with it and sat with it and sat with it. And ultimately, there came the moment where it left me, that heaviness and all of those negative emotions that I had been carrying just left. And I felt so light. I felt joy. I felt calm. And I felt peace. And I got to tell you, that's addictive. I want more of that. I want more Mm -hmm. of those things. And I felt a big spiritual connection 
to higher power or source, however you like to name or identify that for yourself. I felt a profound connection there as well. So the benefits in that moment were profound. But then beyond that moment, I also experienced a lot of falling away in other forms. A weight that I had been carrying, physical weight, also fell away. And I didn't really necessarily correlate that to the other until I was speaking with a colleague who works in forgiveness specifically. And he mentioned that he experiences that in a lot of his clients, that after they do the work of forgiveness, that often weight comes off or other things fall away. That when we are holding grudges, those muscles we use to hold on to things tend to hold on to a lot of things. And when we relax those muscles and we're able to let go of those negative emotions, we're able to let go of some other negative emotions and other things that we've been clinging to as well. And that lightness has spiritual significance. It has emotional significance as well as physical significance. Wow. I didn't know that. That's very, very interesting. And I mean, isn't that amazing? You know, I always like to check things out. I asked a friend of mine who was a physical trainer. She is a black belt in Krav Maga karate, and she works with clients one-on-one as a personal trainer as well. And she said that when she started in her 20s, she didn't realize that what most of her clients needed was the time to talk about stuff. And then they could lose the weight that she thought if she would train them up physically, it would happen. But now in her 40s, she gives people the space to talk as much as work their muscles. And when they can let go of the emotional stuff they're holding on to, the other stuff falls out pretty easily. That is amazing, especially considering that nowadays gaining more weight seems to be sort of the standard. And I wonder if there is a component like that to it, why people are gaining weight. Is there a stress component? Is there a trauma component? Is there a component where they haven't forgiven? So that's very interesting that you bring that up. For sure, you have to eat the right foods. You have to exercise your body. This is just one other component in our health that goes with Mm -hmm. all of the other components. But what would our healthcare systems look like if our doctors asked us what grudges we were holding on to? Yeah. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Have to do some research on that <laughs> and look into that. That is so interesting. And you mentioned something else as well as you were speaking before. You mentioned forgiveness for others, but you also mentioned forgiving yourself. And that is often something that we forget that we can also forgive ourselves. So do you work with clients on both aspects of that, on forgiving others and also forgiving themselves? Absolutely. No one comes to me saying, hey, I need to forgive myself for this. People generally come to me saying, this person I can't get over. And they don't even necessarily come seeking forgiveness. They come wanting spiritual growth. And it's always 100% of the time a need for spiritual growth is this issue of forgiveness. There's something in our past that involves other folks and it involves ourselves. And forgiving ourselves is so powerful because when we do that, when we forgive ourselves for those past times when we didn't show up in the way we would wanted to show up for ourselves, mm-hmm. then we see that it was really the best version of ourselves in the moment doing 
the best they could to survive and to get through with what they had in that context and at that time. And knowing that about ourselves not only allows us to forgive ourselves, but it allows us to extend a bit of grace to other folks that maybe they didn't do that on purpose to hurt us. Maybe they are experiencing the best version of themselves that they have at this time, given the entire context of their lives, that this is all that they can be right now. Hmm. Knowing that about ourselves allows us to give so much grace to other people and really opens a door of understanding. Yeah, that is really powerful. And I can see that incorporating working with forgiveness could be a great holistic healing tool as well for people, as you mentioned before, working through low mood, sadness, depressive symptoms, anxiety, or even stress, because the underlying issues for all of those things have to do with shame, guilt, hanging on to things, not forgiving. So I could see that working really well for someone looking to kickstart their own mental health holistic healing journey. Absolutely. And physical health is a big part of it. Emotional health, spiritual health, mental health are also big parts of it. And when we address all of those things, then so much is available for us that wasn't before. Disease, the English word disease literally is dis-ease. It's those feelings, those yucky feelings that get stuck in our bodies. And if you think right now, I invite everyone listening to this to think about that one person that just really gets under their skin. And I bet as you're thinking about that, your lower back is stiff, your gut might be clenched, or your shoulders and neck might be experiencing some discomfort. We hold all of those things in our bodies. So dealing with our physical health and our mental health and our emotional and spiritual health holistically is what's important and what's necessary for us to move forward. Ignoring one will leave us without all of the gains that we are hoping to achieve. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is really, really great wisdom there. Absolutely. And do you want to go over some of your programs and services so that listeners can get a feel or an idea for how they could connect with you in their healing journey? I would love to. Thank you for that opportunity. My website is called Light Life and Love Ministries. And I call it that because light represents that connection to higher power or source, however you like to call upon that for yourself. Life has to do with our own being in this world and love how we relate and interact with others. So Light, Life, and Love Ministries. On the website, you'll find a download right away. It's free. It's about anxiety and helps you to manage your anxiety. It gives you exercises that you can do in the long term to reduce the chronic anxiety that you carry. And it also gives you exercises that you can do in the moment when you're experiencing anxiety to kind of help bring yourself back down. And there's a resources tab on the website as well. And there are several ebooks and courses and programs that will help you with different aspects. There are many resources for forgiveness. There's a 21 day challenge on there. It's a workbook that will take you through 21 days to get you into a position where you can just go through all of the stuff in your life, line it all out, and come up with a plan to move 
past it and jettison all of those negative things. There's an ebook there about ditching the guilt. There's a fit to forgive workshop where we talk about the physical connection with emotions. So there are all kinds of resources there depending on who you are and at what stage you are in your journey. Also, please hit the discovery call button and we can set up a 15 minute call. There are a lot of different ways that we can approach this together. But my main focus is to help you regain health spiritually and emotionally so you can be physically healthy as well. Wow, that sounds so amazing. You have so many exciting things on your website. And we will definitely be linking to all of your offerings in the show notes as well. And I just wanted to mention for our listeners that Melissa also has her own podcast called Pursuing Uncomfortable. And you can listen in from your favorite podcast provider and check out her episodes. And as she said, she's also offering an eight-step guide for forgiveness on her website as well. And again, just check out the show notes and you will find all of the information there on how you can connect with Melissa directly if you want to work with her on some of the things that she mentioned. Petra, well, I would add one other thing. I send out a weekly email every Friday. If you want a fresh take on spirituality and how everyday things can be spiritual encounters, then hit the link to sign up for that newsletter. It's throughout the website and on the downloads. Yes, that's another fantastic resource. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'd love for our listeners to share that as well. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been another incredible episode, and I hope that our listeners have enjoyed our journey into forgiveness as much as I have. I have learned a lot and found out a lot of new things, and it has been fantastic chatting with you, Melissa. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you, Petra. I appreciate this. I know your listeners are amazing, and I want all of them to experience the best life that they can. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for the work that you do and take care, Melissa. Thank you. You also. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review and be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and the journey blog.